Timo here and in this episode I wanted to just share a couple of thoughts on prayer. I'm currently rereading Tim Keller's book on prayer and in his section about the Lord's Prayer he writes about what he calls the danger of familiarity. Now unless we are quite new Christians we are all probably very familiar with the Lord's Prayer. Many of us have heard it and prayed it for years, if not decades. And what Keller writes is that we can be so familiar with something that the words can actually start to lose their meaning. I'm sure we can all think of many examples of that being the case. Countless times when the Lord's Prayer is prayed in a service or in some other group context, I have found that it can just seem like more of a conveyor belt of phrases that we just say one after the other. And uh, I, to be honest, am quite often mainly concerned with just not messing up the order in, in that time, especially when it's said out loud with other people right next to me. Uh, the same danger exists with any other thing that we say or enact very regularly. The more we do it, the more it just becomes muscle memory and we can lose sight of yeah, the, the real purpose and the meaning of it. And so one thing is that I'm trying to cultivate is just to be present when I pray generally, but when I pray the Lord's Prayer as well, which is something that I have found helpful uh, recently just in my regular quiet times. Um, to really just think about the words that I say and what they mean. And especially when I got to that place then of thinking about the meaning, then I also find it easier to explore interpretation and the variety of meanings. You know, certain phrases in that prayer, um, there's so much to them. Um, there's nuance, there's different contexts that make me think of, you know, my day ahead and so on. And all of that can then be part of prayer. So, for example, I, I like to pause after each phrase of the Lord's Prayer and to just meditate on it for a little bit and to think about what could that look like in my life today. John Mark Comer said in a sermon a few weeks ago at um, Bridgetown Church in Portland, he said, you can either pray quickly or you can connect with God. Pick one. I found that uh, brilliant and challenging at the same time. However, there's also a temptation when we take our time to pray and the temptation is to then fill that time with our many words. If praying with others, we can subconsciously try and come across as really clever and spiritual and mature and educated and you fill in the blank just by using many words and sort of elaborating. But even if we pray just by ourselves, our many words can, I think, weave a, a false safety net that we can then rest on and sort of find assurance in that kind of tells us, oh, we had a proper time of prayer today, like we did well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder, could our words tell more of our insecurity instead of our faith. And Henry Nouwen is brilliant on this. Uh, I think 
I came across that whole idea first um, in his book, The Way of the Heart. He writes, Sometimes it seems that our many words are more an expression of our doubt than of our faith. It is as if we are not sure that God's Spirit can touch the hearts of people. We have to help him out and with many words convince others of his power. But it is precisely this wordy unbelief that quenches the fire. Now here he's talking in the context of uh, pastors and preaching and praying for others in public, but I think it also applies to our private devotional lives. God is not impressed or manipulated by our many or fancy words, and I find really great comfort in that as someone who has a bit of a love-hate relationship with words. So these are then two things that I want to encourage us to keep in mind today as we pray. Let us be present to this moment, not rushing ahead or staying behind. And let us be precise in our speech, knowing that God loves us despite anything that we can achieve in our own strength. To end, I will read from Matthew 6, starting at verse 7. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This is then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one.